All right, let's just do the clap to get that over way. Uh, three, two, one. Perfect. Almost like I've been doing this for three or four years. I know. Go for, we'll get it right eventually. <sighs> Perfect synchronicity. The Nerd or Not podcast is an irregularly aired show about games, movies, TV, comics, theme parks, and anything else that floats our fandom. And now, here's your hosts, Bob and Corey, the Creighton's Guild. Basically, this is just you and I riffing for a little while. Uh, 90 minutes about- on the average. <laughs> Hopefully not tonight. <laughs> you never know. Uh, I yeah. was just thinking, you know, we just like shoot the shit about some news and topics and whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to hold off the, um, the wrestler playoff until Jay's with us. Okay. Do you know what's up with him tonight? Um, I think he originally said he wasn't going to be home till 10. Mm-hmm. I think because he also came back from a trip. Where is Wolf Lodge? Great Wolf Lodge. I think that's up in uh, Traverse City, I want to say. They they just kind of like uh, pop off for a sabbatical every once in a while up the, up that way. It's like when, um, actually, when's the last time you stayed in any like, uh, when's, the, when's the last time you did a staycation? Oh, uh, I guess over, was it during Christmas time? I think, yeah, we stayed at Cabana Bay. All right, you stayed at Cabana Bay? Because I was going to say uh, before that it would have been when we stayed at Cabana Bay yeah. <laughs> to go over to Halloween Do Horror we see Nights. a pattern here? <laughs> and, well, why not? I mean, Cabana yeah, Bay is Cabana a, Bay kicks ass. It's a terribly why. excellent resort, and it's really affordable. So what the fuck? Sure, why not? It's not like we already live in one of the premier vacation destinations of this entire continent. So I would say world, but yeah. Yeah, close to the globe, probably. If not, then definitely the continent. All right. Everybody talks about go to Disney. I have, I knew, I know people up north that constantly plan trips down here, like all the fucking time. Oh yeah. And as a matter I, of fact, I, oh, yeah. some of the the somebodies are planning to come down like a big old convention next year. Now that would be the tits. Yeah, we're we're planning it all out right now, but uh-huh. we'll probably either uh, rent a house. Mm-hmm. Through Airbnb, or we'll just stay at Cabana Bay and something like that, and go to Halloween Horror Nights. Or everybody stays at your house. Yeah, I don't have the floor space. (laughs) (laughs) Unless everybody wants to bring an inflatable mattress. Yeah. Yeah. You'd have to set up a trough for goobs. Yeah. Maybe like a maybe like a little bedding of hay in some uh, in some uh, bale, you know, or bale. What the fuck? <laughs> a bale Al- alfalfa, I think, is what I was trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Bob, I can't stop sneezing. Did Corey just like call me an animal, like a barnyard animal, like livestock? It's like, well, I don't. Yes. Yes. Yeah. He did. Yeah. I guess I did. I don't know. I don't know how much of that you're willing to cop to, but I meant it in the nicest way possible, which is to say not, I guess I didn't think it all through. I mean, you do have the shed set up outside, right? You stupid donkey. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why that just popped in there. This is where we sever all of our uh, pleasant working relationships with the rest of the somebodies. Yeah, I think we're going to get kicked out after this. Hey, this is episode 54. 54? Of the Nerd or Not podcast. We are part of the Somebody's Network. You can find them at Somebody's Net on Twitter and Instagram. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's just uh, Corey and I, as you can tell so far. Yeah, yeah. Jay, wanna... uh, Jay's taking a little time off. He uh, mm-hmm. just he had a little family trip, and uh, we're th- so we're gonna hold off on the wrestler playoff 
until he can join us because obviously we can't do it without him. Serious talk. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Because if we do this without his promos, then I think he would lynch us. And honestly, it would just take way too much away from the broadcast to begin with. Oh, that's true. Yeah. To be frank, really. What are you drinking? Uh, I got uh, coffee here. Mm. I've got in the um, Barrel Girl Pilsner, I got uh, what is this? hard cider. <laughs> Sell it. Sell and the pills. I got pills. some water over there. Sell the pills. So I am very well hydrated. Yeah, I'm not. Um, I had a uh, one of our coworkers gave me an Arnold Palmer before leaving work today. And I was like, I cannot have this without any vodka embellishment. So I uh, dumped about. You, you, uh, you need to turn it into a John Daly. Yeah, three fingers. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yes, I did. Uh, that's the formula. And I dumped about three fingers worth of vodka into the glass before I realized, oh, shit, I'm not going to be able to pour this back into the bottle because this is one of those bottles with like a filter tip on the top of it. And oh. uh, yeah, so I over poured. I'm not going to say that I didn't do it on purpose. You didn't regret it. I what I didn't regret it either. And I drank that with the uh, rest of the Arnold Palmer. And now I'm here and I am half conscious. So oh, perfect. We're, we're just going to try to power through this as best as we can. And I'll try not to put you on uh, Orange County's uh, hot list, if at all possible. Well, I think people actually need to listen to this first for that to happen. <laughs> I'm not buying this pity routine now. You've got like six thousand hundred million followers now yeah, it's just not even that. a question yes exactly what, what's his we shit it's the it's all of us yeah you are part of the guild no 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 my constant attempts to sabotage have borne no fruit whatsoever so that's you that's you making good or making the best of what you got shit but as far as like randomizations goes today too much video game shit we just had to deal with nintendo dropping a dropping a fat load of news all over our faces steaming do mighty casey hit them fucking fences all right you know it's funny you say that because today was the first day of uh major league baseball play and they kicked off in Tokyo. Oh, really? And, yeah, so like 6.50 in the morning, I'm there with my, my co-worker, and we're just sitting around a computer watching Oakland and Seattle hit home runs in this tiny little <laughs> stadium. Mm-hmm. But I bet the crowd was going apeshit over it. Yeah, we didn't have the audio on, but man, uh, I, I think they would, because, you know, Tokyo and baseball, they love that yeah, stuff. Yeah, the Japanese love them some good old American baseball, don't they? Oh, yeah. We don't have to chalk any of that up to their uh, ongoing identity crisis post-World War II at all. Nah. Best not to mention that. <laughs> what are they? You know, it's not like they haven't gotten uh, gotten back at us in any way. We oh, dropped, God, no. We dropped like two bombs on them, and their response is, I'm pretty goddamn sure, anime. <laughs> I am almost convinced that that was their long tail stratagem. This yeah, is just like, like oh, all right, well, we, eighty years ago. So yeah, yeah, we can't retaliate right away. First, we're going to have to like we're got, we need to employ cultural subterfuge, and we're going to start by turning their own most veneered uh, forms of uh, of uh, creativity against them, and that is cartoons. Well, we're gonna, well first, mm-hmm. first they start with cars. They tried oh. to outdo us with cars. Then they tried to outdo us in technology. Now they're doing it with anime. I don't know. I think anime came first, like even before those other two things. Cause the, really, it's uh, that Os- old. Osamu Tezuka was inspired to create his characters by Carl Barks. What was the first big anime character? Big. Big. Was it like uh, Astro Boy? Most people will say Astro Boy. I'm one of them. 
I want to say that it is because Astro Boy was, well, like I just said, was inspired by one of our most, uh, uh, not, well, maybe veneered, yeah, sure, uh, but prolific cartoonist. It was Carl Barks who created Scrooge McDuck and the Ducks of Duckburg. And uh, if you if you ever see any like old uh, old Astro Boy stuff or any of any of uh, Tezuka's older shit, it looks strikingly like a lot of Barks's uh, classic work. Oh, really? Uh, with not a whole lot of uh, yeah, because there's when there were, when you when you think about Ducktales, you think of like two uh, major progenitors. One is Carl Barks, who created the whole thing, and then the other is uh, Don Rosa, who who more or less um, not perfected it, but refined all of the uh, the mythology. But everything that Tezuka's done looks way more like Barks than it does Rose's stuff. Like, if you put the two next together... I mean, shit, you can find, like, fan art that he's done of, uh, of Scrooge McDuck. Like, no lie. Look at you dropping the DuckTales knowledge on us all. I've been reading a lot. Because my dating life is the shits. <laughs> <laughs> well, As- to continue on that trend... Yes! Uh-huh. Why don't we talk about some of the uh, independent stuff that's that Nintendo announced today? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> We're just making light of this horrible genocide that we had visited upon the Japanese oh, like untold ages <laughs> ago. Can... And now we're like, hi, Nintendo. We're glad to talk about you right now. <laughs> In other ways, Nintendo's trying to control us Americans. Uh, yeah, yeah. Ironically enough. Uh, but we had the, uh, not, it wasn't a treehouse thing today, but it was uh, Nindy. It was a uh, Nindy's. Nindy's, yeah, which... Okay. Uh, Cuphead is coming to the Switch. Yeah, a lot of it was a lot of it was port sauce today. A lot of and a lot of people have already played Cuphead. And it was going to be um, a little bit of added content released with the Switch version. But guess what? Cuphead oh, was just uh, updated on Steam, so they're getting pretty much the same thing that the Switch people are getting. Oh, really? Now, okay. if you've ever wanted to own it on physical medium, then you're in luck because it's going to be released on um, you know on one of the little tiny Switch cartridges. Which is fantastic. That you should never lick. Which you should never lick, of course, or uh, shove up your ass. Which apparently some no, that was the controllers. Somebody for uh, somebody that somebody was writing for motherboard shoved a controller up their ass and then uh, got Ugh. paid to write an article about it. So and that's why print is dead. <laughs> anyway, um, but after uh, Google dropped their bomb about a uh, perpetually streaming gaming service. That's uh, just another boon in the corner of console owners, for the most part. Yeah, because a lot of people, uh, most gamers have more than just one source of gaming. Right. So, and a lot of people, I mean, what what is the significant thing for people who have a Switch and a PC and maybe some other system to mm-hmm. make them go out and get this mm-hmm. when, you know, I've been playing this game for how long has it been out now? A little over a year? A year and a half? Mm-hmm. So why why should I spend money on this for the same thing that's on the Switch? Well, for Cuphead? Yeah. That's the example you're using? Yeah. Uh, pretty fair enough. Um, if you are primarily a console gamer, it's because the whole PC ecosystem doesn't really gel with you. And that's completely understandable. Because there are so many, like, uh, uh, cogs and factors and elements that go into, like, creating a decent or at least a halfway stable PC build for oneself that, it like, by the time you get to a satisfactory uh, solution, you've already eclipsed uh, the price of, it, of your average console. At least by maybe a fifth of its original, like, asking price. And that's, like, day one uh, sh- uh, shelf tag. So if we're talking about like a PS4 being like 400 bucks, you want to have a decent halfway PC rig. It's going to be five or six hundred, unless you're putting the shit inside of a cereal box and using like fourth party, <laughs> fourth party MSI components or something like that. You know, 
Like I was looking at my, I was literally not even uh, about a day ago talking about upgrading my own PC to somebody at work. And I was like, you know, all I really have to do is get some thermal paste because my processor is still up to snuff. The only thing that's kind of lagging is my card, my, my display card right now. It's the only mm-hmm. thing I need to fix, really. And, uh, well, uh, outside of the um, outside of the Bitcoin farming inflation uh, uh, factor of it, uh, a, a video card or at least a decent video card will run me about 300 bucks. But that's with everything else. The thing is, is that usually like the most expensive thing. A, a display card is usually the bulk of a cost of putting together a rig. Yeah. Oh. Like if you remember the rig that we put together for your hit film uh, stuff, it was mm-hmm. the display card that was the bulk of the cost. But a console owner, all they got to do is drop like about that much, about as much as a display card on a single console. And there's no problems to take care of. There, there's there's no other like extenuating. Um, yeah, it's just downloading updates. That's all they have to do. Yeah, quirks, optimization, tweaks. You don't have to tweak a damn thing. But that's kind of like PC people just buy into that culture innately anyway, and that's no problem to them. The cost, however, is a little difficult to justify. Now, in the PS4's case, we could do with a little fewer updates. But, <laughs> <laughs> but as far as like the Switch and the X-Bone goes, there's 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 almost no problem whatsoever. The Switch updates intermediate or not intermediately, um, infrequently. And I don't have an X-Bone, so I don't know what their uh, traffic is for there. And a Switch is almost effortless, too. Oh, also, you can put that shit in your book bag if you wanted to. Yeah, you can get up and walk, get on the bus. Yeah. I guess that's the other great thing about uh, having it on the Switch is you'll have a physical copy of it. Mm-hmm, even though mm-hmm. I haven't bought a, vis- a physical copy of a game in a little while. I've downloaded everything. Yeah. There's always that hanging over you. Now, I'm swearing by physical copies ever since – well, not ever since the Google thing, but – um, I posted a I posted a tweet earlier today that kind of like summarized or at least uh, narrowed down my thoughts about a digital only ecosystem when it came to video games. Now, as far as Steam goes, I'm pretty well entrenched into that <laughs> <laughs> because I've had a Steam account for like almost ten years now, and you're hooked up to live support when it comes to Steam. Pretty much, yeah. It's just like tie it off, tie it off, bitch. Get in there, yeah. That's right. Winter sales. Oh, this shit's so good. Um, but like today, I just got this in the mail. It was uh, Devil May Cry. Oh, oh wait, H- is that is it's, that a collection? It's the HD collection, right? Because I was making light of the fact earlier that like whenever a new game from a franchise comes out, then I'll be sure as shit to go out and pick up the last installment of the <laughs> franchise. <laughs> So that I'll be ready to play the nascent installment of the franchise when the next installment of the franchise comes out. (laughs) Now, I beat Devil May Cry 1, and that was a bitch. (laughs) Uh, I didn't get to play 2 because uh, I was kind of warned off of it. Uh, In 3, I got up to around, I think, maybe like the 5th or 6th mission before I realized that I'm a namby-pamby little punk when it comes to Devil May Cry 3 and that I'm never going to be able to finish it ever. Uh, But obviously, 5 just came out. And people have been all aghast and agog with it. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to give these older ones a try again and see if I can get through three without shitting my pants. That's the spirit. Yep. That's right. <laughs> now I'm kind of guilty of the same thing. I went out and I bought uh, Uncharted 4. Mm-hmm. And then I realized, you know, I never really played one through three. Mm-hmm. Might as well buy them too. Yeah. Well, that's a good deal because one through three are pretty well paced. Uh, the big difference between them and the Devil May Cry games is that the Devil May Cry games, even on easy, are pretty much a nut tweaker of a challenge. And uh, if you throw Uncharted on normal is pretty, pretty <laughs> I, I decent. I want to see that as a select a difficulty selection. Nut tweaker? <laughs> nut tweaker. <laughs> now, 
supposedly there was a game that was released very, very, very recently, and this could just be a rumor or a crude Photoshop that I totally bought and suckered myself into, but supposedly uh, there's a game with the easy, uh, with the easy dis- difficulty uh, named Game Journal Difficulty because of this uh, cliched notion that like most game journals can't play through anything above yeah. easy and yeah. <laughs> but if we can get away with game journal difficulty then we can totally get away with nut tweaker difficulty <laughs> and that would be uh that would be thoroughly appropriate to the devil may cry experience <laughs> uncharted those should be a pretty good time for you I, w- I will warn you right now though that when you get to the uncharted 2 uh end boss even on easy you're gonna be tearing your fucking hair out you know me, I, I play through a game and I finish the motherfucker before I go on to anything else. Yeah, and now yeah. that I just finished all the DLC for Spider-Man, mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to uh, just throwing my life away on oh that. Oh my god, do we talk about that or do we wait until other people have played it? It's been out for a couple of months at least, the third part of the DLC. The third part of the DLC with the thing? At the end of it? Yeah. Um. You know what? I took a photo of it and I put it on our Twitter and it, I think I... I, I know I put it on the Instagram, maybe the Twitter as well. Mm-hmm. So, and I'm sure it, it's not really a spoiler, but man. Yeah. Ugh, stop it, Marvel. <laughs> Marvel is just, I have no tears left to cry for this man. <laughs> That's not true. It was I that, every time. It was that on top of, uh, on top of the tribute that they put in the Spider-Man ride, uh, which, uh, which I tweeted out a couple of days ago. Um, and then you said that, uh, you were, you went and saw Captain Marvel a couple of days ago, and then they even put, like, the pity sandwich at the front of that. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, uh, th- all right, this isn't spoiler in any way. Okay. But you know how every Marvel movie starts, and there's, like, uh, the little cascade of page flipping and, I, and images of characters jumping around yeah, and everything, like Captain pr- Marvel or, uh, Captain America and the Hulk and whatever. That's a pretty well-designed logo, yeah. Yeah, they replaced all the images with images of Stan Lee from his cameos. Shut up! Are you serious? Yeah, yeah and, like, the whole, the music is playing, and you just see, like, Stan Lee, Stan <gasps> Lee, Stan Lee. Then, finally, uh, you see Marvel with the, the 10 on it. It it fades away, and then you see a thank you, Stan Oh, my message. God! Yeah, then the movie starts, and I'm like, Ugh! <laughs> <laughs> That's oh my god! That's just pathos bait. Like I, I I understand the value of a good tribute, but Jesus fucking Christ! <laughs> that's just like rubbing this rubbing salt into the wound. Uh, why why do you do that to me, Marvel? You have no words. <laughs> now that was the beginning of Captain Marvel. Captain, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you doing? I'm just un- I'm unwrapping this. Oh, okay. taking it out. I'm going to play it. Play a little bit of it later, Perfect. maybe. I don't know. Or maybe I might play some more Dishonored, whatever have you. Um, but yeah, and that was the Captain Marvel uh, experience. But oh yeah, Sp- Spider-Man DLC. Okay, yeah. <clears throat> At the very end of that, I, like I said, I took a photo of it. So if you want to see it, it's there. Mm-hmm. But basically it was another uh, memorial thing for Stan Lee. I was like, we're going to see this for the next three years, aren't we? Probably, Just, yes. <laughs> like, rest in peace, Stan Lee. It's like, <gasps> stop it. What was the last movie that he was in production on? Was that a uh, Far From Home? I, um, I haven't heard if he had if he ever recorded a, a cameo for Far From Home. Mm. I know there's one for Endgame. Yeah, and his cameo in Captain Marvel is fantastic. Okay, good. It's. I'm gonna wait for you to stop crumpling the plastic Sorry. in front of your mic. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. I'm done. I'm done. Okay. I promise. 
It's very, very quick. Uh-huh. And the, the, the joke is you have to see what he's doing and what he's saying, which is very low-key, very under under his breath type thing. And it's um, it's not so quick you blink and you miss it, but once you see what he's doing and mm-hmm. then you take in the time that the movie is taking place in, mm-hmm. you get the joke right away. It's it's really good. Pogs. Pogs? Yeah. Mm. That's just me guessing. I, I, I don't know what you're referring to, but I'm going to say no. Hmm. Because right. it doesn't sound familiar. All right. Uh, Pogs were big in the late 90s. Wait, when does this take place? Uh, somewhere in the mid-90s-ish. Mid, mid to late 90s, maybe? Yeah, er, early to mid, I'm going to say. Okay, early to mid. I don't know if Pogs were a big deal at the time, but that was when you had the little cardboard discs, and you threw down the big fat slammer, and whatever discs landed outside of the circle were the Pogs that you got to keep. Okay. Lots no, of fist fights. It's not Pogs. No. And I think this movie takes place somewhere between 93 and 94-ish. Mm, then give me two more guesses. Oh, two do more you, guesses. Do you want to ruin this for yourself? I don't want to ruin it for myself. I just want to see how well I remember the 90s. Because all I remember the 90s is that I was just dissatisfied with everything. Um, Magic the Gathering. Nope. Hmm. Okay. What the fuck else was a big deal in the 90s? You see, it's it's going to be hard to give you any kind of hint without ruining it. No, don't give me any hints then. Uh, okay. Because if I ruin the movie, it's because I ruined it for myself. Uh, oh, God damn it! I can't. Super Soakers? Oh, that's weak. That's weak. Um, it doesn't have anything to do with a product from the 90s. No no fads or anything? N- no. Huh. It was something he was doing at the time. Oh. Uh... I got it, but I'm not going to say it. Never mind. Okay. Never mind. <laughs> After record, tell me. After I record? See if you, if okay. You know All right. Cool. Not. All right. Actually, tell me now, and I'll remember to edit it out. He was uh, he was working on a comic. Nope. No. Nope. What? No. Nope. Oh, okay. I thought they were go- they were going to go right for the heartstrings with that. Then. Um. Then I have no idea. Never okay. mind. I'll watch it later, and then, then I'll find. You out. will enjoy it when you see it. The rest of the movie, I can't speak for you. All right. That's cool. That's one of those characters that I never really gave too much of a flying fuck about. I, I'm noticing that's like the the main opinions. Like mm-hmm. either you have no clue or whatsoever, or you just didn't care. Well, I know who it is, and I know I know whose role she eventually uh, she eventually adopted later on. But the thing is, is that like those were two characters that were their own thing when they were separate. You know, Marvel was Marvel. Oh, oh, okay. And Miss Marvel was Miss Marvel. Miss Marvel was, by the way, way more fucking fascinating than like the girl Hal Jordan that was introduced when she became Captain Marvel. I don't even like male Hal Jordan. Why the fuck would I? I, <laughs> I don't give a shit. I don't care. It's like, oh, I'm a hotshot daredevil playboy, play girl, alcoholic, I guess. And uh, this is. Oh God, that's right. They're both pilots They're too. They're both the same fucking character. To be real about it, at wow. least kept at least when Miss Marvel came back into the current Marvel universe, she had like years and years of psychological ruin chasing her down. So that when she began to when she began to come back into her own as uh, both a superhero and a character, she was dealing with like shedding all of these extremely weird and very uh, Marvel esque sorts of uh, sorts of personal problems at the time. But at the same time, she was also like, no, I'm working on myself. I don't give a fuck about politics. And it was, I think, a more fascinating character. Because even at the time, you still had political characters. And they were good at what they did. Captain America was doing his thing. Uh, Daredevil was kind of like more ground level, being that he was a lawyer and shit. But there was still a lot of that subtext to him. And Miss Marvel was like, fuck, man. I just got ripped out of, like, not living. How about... (laughs) 
about you let me try to remember who I was before 20 years ago, and then I'll get caught up to, like, pet causes and shit. And then when Captain Marvel happened, she was like, all right, I love pet, ca- I love pet causes now. Let's get this going. But at you know, the same- that, That's kind of how the movie went. Oh, uh, really? To, to, to a point. Uh, uh-huh. th- some points you hit, some not so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, for one, they never call her Captain Marvel the entire movie. Really? Yeah, which huh. I thought was very interesting because she was having, like, this um, identity crisis thing going on. It's like, I'm this person. Oh, wait, no, I'm really this person who over used to be. The thing about this- Whoa, Captain- they touched upon that? A little bit. You see, um, well, Captain Marvel has been retconned, like, how many times now? Like, three or four, at least? Uh, I don't know about retconning, Um but they the, just completely redo the backstory? I know one of them was recent, like within the last two or three years. I don't think they've ever actually redone her backstory. They just keep trying to fix her identity over and over again. Oh, okay. Because for well, a while she was she was Miss Marvel. And she was actually, uh, she was actually uh, if I remember correctly, she was Captain Marvel before that. Before, it was a very short stint. Then when yes. she became Miss Marvel, she went up against Rogue, who sapped all of her memories and powers, and then left her in a and coma for killed like killed her and killed her for like uh, for like two decades, and then uh, back in like 1997 or 98, she came back and she was all like crazy and angry and trying to kill everybody, and then like throughout the 2000s, she was trying to you know through a series of other writers, of course, was developing in their own character again, and then sometime in like 2011 or 2012, she became this like uh. Uh, she became Captain Marvel and basically adopted this whole persona plus this sort of uh, uh, undercurrent of ideology at the same time. I don't really want to, I don't really know what it was because the first three issues I read of it were like, ah, I'm bored. Sorry. Um, but, <laughs> but thing is, I wasn't really into Captain Marvel a whole lot either. Um, outside of the Peter David run. So a lot of Marvel's cosmic stuff doesn't really hit me all that well, unless it's the Abnet landing uh, guardians of the galaxy shit. And it took Jay like four fucking years to sell me on that. Mm-hmm. So, right. I know I'm, I know I'm like an edge case with this character. Well, uh, so was a lot of people going into this. And mm-hmm. especially with what they, they gave her a completely new origin story mm-hmm. that I haven't heard of before. So I don't know if it's been tried once before, but I, I believe this is like completely brand new what they did with her. Yeah. I liked what they did. You're not too big on the actress. I didn't really see it as Oscar winning, but I didn't see it was trash either. I've seen two movies that she's in and she might have acting ability. I don't really know, but her presence is absolutely muted in like everything that I've seen her in. Right. And I'm wondering how much of that is acting and how much of that is writing and directing. I need to see more. I'm going to go with acting because in the two movies that I saw her in, she played basically the first, she played basically the same person, but knowing the source material of at least one of the movies, that person was not supposed to be who she was playing. What movie was that? That's Scott Pilgrim. Oh, okay. Like, she might have been written to be bland as fucking Free Fire, but in Scott Pilgrim, you were supposed to hate her. And I didn't really, I didn't feel anything. She was just like, who the fuck is that? Oh, shit, that's Envy? Get out of here. <laughs> All right, she's tolerable, I guess. <laughs> My only major gripe with the entire movie is, you know how, like, I think from Captain America on, there's always been some kind of MacGuffin. About right. one of these movies. Well, they're all chasing so, like, down gems and shit. Yeah, they're chasing down a gem or a staff or this or mm-hmm. that. Yeah. And one of those MacGuffins from an earlier movie shows up in this one. I know which one you're talking about. Okay. Well, yeah. I, I don't want to ruin it. And yeah, it's all right. It didn't dawn on me till a few days later where I sat back and I thought about it and I was thinking, 
how the fuck did you get that? Mm-hmm. There, there's there, and it's <sighs> a lot of re- a lot of reviews touched on that. Actually, I'd read a, I'd read a couple when the movie first popped. Okay, and I was just like, that's how I found found out about what you're talking about. And they were like, well, that's that makes sense to an extent because this is the '90s. It was before everything that had just happened in the last year had occurred. But where the fuck did it come from? Yeah, we've seen it go from point A to B to C to D, and this is kind of like point B and a half kind of deals. Like, oh, from what uh, from what right. I read, it was like they took this thing that ended up at point Z at the end of a prior Marvel movie, and then brought it back to point Q or so, but without any decent explanation. Because we we saw what happened to it at some point. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to remember, okay, did I see that? Was that part of a movie? Was that part of a one-shot? What? Because I know the, the one-shots, are they're kind of canon, kind of not, kind of deal. And I'm like, okay, maybe that yeah. didn't really happen. But we saw how it got from here to there to the next part. Now, you're telling me there's like a there's a, an off-ramp in the middle somewhere there. <laughs> no, off-ramp is DC. That's, the, that's oh, okay. something else completely different. At the Beltway. Yeah, yeah, yes, right. Yeah, that's a, There's actually a character in uh, DC Comics named Off-Ramp, which is why oh. I, I kind of miss okay. the one-shots from the uh, Marvel DVDs. Those are really I fun. I wish I'd do those again. Those were so cool. Yeah, I know. I think they did them as like possible backdoor pilots for uh, other projects. But then after uh, Marvel Studios became the behemoth that it was, it might have been seen as unnecessary. I'm honestly surprised that fucking Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is still on. It's not. Oh, it's done? Oh, that's oh, right. It, it, it's um, been done. And you know what? Those offshoots were probably practice rounds for Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Or Agent Carter. Or Carter. Yeah. yeah. Which, God rest, Agent Carter. Mm. Um, <laughs> porn went out for that. I would pour one out, but I drank it all. So, <laughs> never mind that shit. Um, so all in all, Captain Marvel, where'd you put it? I would rank it three and a half flurkins out of five. What? A, f- a what? <laughs> a flurkin? A flurkin? Yeah. We got, we got us, we got a, a system now? They, there's, well, for this movie, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, it must be something that's in the movie. Well, yeah, um, I thought this was well known. I thought you were all over it. Uh, you remember seeing the movie poster and they had like a series of different movie posters and one of them was a cat? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's not a cat. That's a flurkin. Oh, oh no. I didn't know that much about the, uh, I wasn't that into the, uh, I didn't get that far into the mythology yet. That's Goose oh. the Cat you're talking about, right? Yeah. Which that's the only thing they changed about it compared to the comic. Uh, in the comic, it's called Chewy. Uh-huh. In this movie, it's called Goose. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. But other than that, it's exactly the same character. Chewie was a little bit dipping into their own stock, I guess, because that was a Star Wars reference. Yeah, well, obviously, because the cat, she said, hey, it looks like Chewbacca. I'm going to call you Chewie. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. kind of interesting. Okay. Um, so, and, and well, here's here's something that, uh, that should bear mentioning with this movie is that there are scrolls in it now. There are scrolls. Yep. And, oh, my God, the story, storyline... With the scroll and the Kree, mm-hmm. I really, really enjoyed. Yeah. Because, you know, in the comics, scrolls are always the bad guy, and Kree uh-huh. are always the good guy, for uh-huh. the most part. For the There's most couple, part, yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll jump back to that in a sec, but can continue. They really changed it up now, where, because they're having, like, this years-long war with each other, mm-hmm. that they actually spun the story a little bit, how on both sides of war, you have heroes and villains. You have... Uh, victors and you have 
uh, victims. Mm-hmm. So right. it, it's kind of that kind of deal. It's like, you know, it's a lot of gray area when it comes to war. And so that's that's one of the elements they introduced. It's like, okay, are who who do I freaking trust? I don't know anymore. Interesting. I wonder if they use Twitter for the inspiration for this storyline. <laughs> <laughs> what, where they go back on your account to find stuff to get you in trouble? Well, I guess not too literally, suppose. But yeah, how... Speaking of which... Huh, what? Somebody got their job back. Uh, oh shit! Yeah, okay, yeah, feel free to spring that. That's okay. In time with the whole cosmic uh, conversation about Mar- or our Marvel's cosmic stuff. Yeah. Sorry, I'll just shut up. No, no, no. You're, you're doing good. Mm-hmm. I, I love how I found this out on our, our Slack. You had posted something. Jimmy fucking Gunn is back. And, I, and I'm like, the golfer Jimmy Gunn? <laughs> I remember, who's, yeah. Who's Jimmy Gunn? <laughs> what did he do? Did he, did he hit a fan or somebody? He's like, no, James Gunn, you dipshit. <laughs> James Gunn is back. I remember that. I said, uh, and explicitly it was Jimmy fucking Gunn, y'all. Because Y'all. that qualifier is very important. And um, I remember you said the golfer. <laughs> I was like, dude, even you, if I you was... You can always rest that I'm going to bring a conversation to a dead halt. What? what? Just remember this. Even if it did undeniably have something to do with sports, I probably wouldn't fucking talk about it anyway. James Gunn is back. Woohoo! Pretty sure the cast is happy. They've already got a script to work with. And here's the interesting thing. Apparently, he was already slated to come back as early as, like, or as far back as, like, 2018. Yeah, it's it seems kind of suspicious there. Fishy? Um, yeah, a lot, little... It, it smells like tripe. Mm-hmm. They don't knock tripe until you've had it. On tacos with a little bit of mango salsa, it's like, <laughs> But it, it makes me wonder, it's like, why did we go through this process to begin with? Uh, if you had every intention to bring him back uh, further down the line... It's like, why Why let him go? Um, I don't know. Probably, and I'm just kind of spitballing here, uh, to not jeopardize any big business transactions they might have going at that time. Possibly with another multimedia company. I don't know who that might be, mind you. Yeah, just well, saying. I, I think they just got trigger happy too quickly. Yeah, um, yeah. The interesting thing to come from this mm-hmm. is during his downtime, mm-hmm. uh, he took on another job, and that's the reboot of Suicide Squad. Is it a complete reboot or just the recast Will Smith? I I think I've heard reboots used. So Margot Robbie's not Harley Quinn anymore. Well, you can still have a reboot with the same characters or same actors, but a couple of actors are getting replaced. Uh-huh. I don't know. It's because, I don't know. Because I would, I've heard the word reboot once, and that's all I have to go on. I wouldn't necessarily call like Thor Ragnarok a reboot of the Thor franchise. It was just a rebranding. Or uh, okay, then that's probably the better way, the better word to use. Do you rebrand. remember that? Uh, do you remember that uh, roundtable interview they had in uh, one of the uh, recent DVDs we were watching? Where they refer to Taika Waititi as like a, a re, like a fixer or something like that. Okay. And they had a very, they all used a very specific term for what he did with Thor. And I can't remember what the fuck it was. The cleaner. The cleaner. <laughs> he's the cleaner. He's got to make, yeah, never mind. He's um, Mr. Wolf. He's Mr. Wolf, exactly. So pretty please with the sugar on top. Clean the fucking movie. Please make him lose an eye. Um, <laughs> he was great in that movie, by the way. Harvey Keitel, everybody. Um... So shit. Uh, yeah, it was. Um, see, when when it's like a drastic overhaul, like everything is a clean slate, then yeah, 
you would be you wouldn't be remiss in referring to that person as a cleaner. It's just that as far as I know, Idris Elba is taking over Will Smith's role, which is weird because I thought Will Smith would just do anything. <laughs> like no matter what has put in front of him, he'd be like, "All right, I'm down with it. I'm Will Smith, the Fresh Prince." Perhaps you've heard. Um, but Idris Elba, I'm gonna be a blue genie. <laughs> I'm gonna be a blue fucking genie. Um, oh, you know what? What's up? Huh? That might have had something to do with it. Uh, probably not because of the amount of CGI involved in that movie. He probably had to do the shooting some time ago. I don't know. I'm talking about contracts. When you're a big actor like that, you can bounce from studio to studio. All right. It, with with very little. So you uh, think it might have been a pay for play arrangement with him and not like a, a studio contract? I don't want to say yes, but I'm saying yes. Okay. All right. Well, that, that, either way, it would make sense, but it was still a question, you know, and um, because it is just that one particular actor. But hey, we got Idris Elba as Deathstroke. That's pretty great. <laughs> so now I'm trying to figure out what is coming first, the next Suicide Squad, the next Guardians of the Galaxy movie. What's he going to work on? Suicide first? Squad, I think, is already in turn, not turnaround, but uh, is already in uh, is already through the gate. Um, so the principal shooting is going to finish up on that. And you know that as a director, most of the stuff that happens in post, you could just get over slack or whatever, <laughs> <So>. <laughs> which is why turnaround chimes are like crazy rapid nowadays. Oh my God. I mean, the, he, he could direct one movie and then look at the footage of, of another movie while he's directing it. Yeah. Provided he's that sort of a worker and not like Steven Spielberg circa 93, you know, when, when you coin the phrase or when your reputation uh, is the genesis for coining the phrase phoning it in then you know that you've got to uh, take a hiatus <laughs> <laughs> and uh, as it turned out that hiatus produced uh, Catch Me If You Can and that's okay with me my name is Optimus Prime we are autonomous robotic organisms from the planet Cybertron we've searched the entire galaxy for the finest quality in human apparel and now we've found it you can find it, too, on the World Wide Web. Go to tpublic.com and search Cretans Guild. There you will find numerous designs and vibrant colors of your choosing. You can get a Cretans Guild design logo on a t-shirt for the humid times, or you could get a hoodie and keep your extremities warm. You can also get phone cases, laptop cases, notebooks, mugs, pillows, and totes. I repeat, tpublic.com. Search Cretans Guild. Now, Autobots, transform and roll out. Oh, uh, by the way, uh, we mentioned the Twitch thing last week. I don't know if it bears mentioning again or not. Right, I put Legos together on Twitch while listening to Soft Jazz. Oh, that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And uh, uh, I get like four people viewing it at any one time, which means it's going to be quiet, if anything. It's still a good time. Otherwise, I wouldn't still be doing it. I've been able to keep this schedule regularly, which... It's very soothing. It's... Dude, you know what's funny? Is that like I had people from my old job hop in, you know, people that uh, did Legos. And they were like, dude, this is like tranquil as fuck. And they kept watching it the entire time I was on. I was like, okay, you guys you guys have actual lives and you're watching me. I'm flattered. Pour <laughs> yourself a highball and just sit back and watch Legos get. That's exactly together. what it is. Just watch the snaps in action. It's soothness in tiny plastic bricks. Right, yeah. Anyway, um, so that's what's going on with me. What do you got? That's it. Alright, that's it. We're gonna pimp Jay shit out too. Fifty two weeks of tiki. 
You know where to find him on Instagram? On Instagram. Plus, mm-hmm. oh, and I just got this. Uh, is this the right one? Oh, we got a, he nope. did a new... Uh, uh, well, th- this is... Um, which one is this? Oh, that this was, is issue one. That was where he wrote about uh, Hawaiian dick, right? No, um, that was the one where he wrote about uh, uh, modernizing tiki culture. So was, Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then I've got uh, issue three I right here. I fucking love that cover. That cover is the limit. Oh, this, my God. I can't wait to read this. This looks really, really Woo! good. So, yeah. Exotica Modern. Uh, you'll find... The, what's that website again? It's uh, houseoftaboo.com. House of Taboo. House of Taboo. That was it. T-A-B-U, though, not T-A-B-O-O. Yes, that's yeah. a different site. I haven't tried to see what it is, but I'm going to guess it's not something you want to look up. No, it's... House of Taboo, T-A-B-U. All right, so that's going to do it for episode 54 of the Nerd or Not podcast. Go to tpublic.com, search Cretans Guild, one word. You can get yourself a shirt, hoodie, phone cases, office supplies, and more with our beautiful art on it. I didn't, Why do you laugh? I didn't say nothing. You didn't say <laughs> no, nothing. I didn't say a damn thing. We do have we have all sorts of stunning visuals on our stuff. Uh, there, there's a new shirt I want to make. Uh, oh, really? Uh, and it's really, really simple. It, it just it says um, you know those those t-shirts that people wear that has like character names this guy and that guy and this guy and that guy. I don't. Uh, well, I, I've been seeing them in a number of places. Uh-huh. I thought we should spin off that a little bit and have it say Malone and Haynes and Foster and Lone Ranger's mother. <laughs> That's excellent. Uh, okay, are you thinking like um? Ah, uh, what was it? I actually, I think I saw what you're describing just like a couple of days ago, but it wasn't anything that had to do with, I want to say it had something to do with It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, but it did not, actually. Yeah, yeah, I think that's where it started. Okay. And then there's been like different memes and different variations of it. Okay, so it would say like Charlie and Mac and Dennis and yeah. then Sweet D. Okay, all right. That's pretty funny. And it's like a big block, like almost impact-ish font. Almost, yeah. It's a particular fun. I I need to do some research. But other than that, uh, we feed off your dialogue, so we ask you to subscribe, like, and engage us in the comments on anything we've talked about today. You can find us at Cretans Guild on Twitter, Instagram, Uh, Facebook, and of course YouTube. Poor Lone Ranger's mother. Is she ever going to get an even break? Nope. Ugh. Well. Except for her hymen, I guess. Yeah. Now I'm bagging on Lone Ranger's mother. Shit, you too. So to all our followers doing all, we say welcome to the guild. This podcast is part of the Somebodies Network. You're never alone when you've got some buddies.